0: This week, I want to talk to you about God is our humbler and why that's a good thing. Last time, I talked to you about how he's our protector. You know, he, he sent himself to protect you. God did. He sent Jesus to protect you. He sent the angels to protect you. And not just that, but he also gave you the ability to trample over scorpions, snakes, and all the problems of your life. But this week, I wanted to talk to you about God is our humbler. Everybody say humbler. And why that's a good thing. James 4, 6 says, but but he gives us more grace. That the scripture says, God opposes the proud and shows favor to the humble. Mm. What does that word humble mean? It means not proud, not prideful, but prideful means full of pride. And that is the exact opposite of the definition of, uh, what's the word? Respect, sorry. Respect. Respect means to have great admiration and someone else because of their qualifications, their qualities, and their abilities. When we are prideful or full of pride, it's in ourselves. We have great admiration in ourself, in our abilities, qualifications, and all that. And so I felt like that was a, a good definition for it. Why do we need to be humbled? Well, it's because great is the fall of those who put, who have no respect, no admiration for anybody else, who only put it on themselves. Great is the fall. Matthew 23, 12 says, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So if you put yourself in front of everybody, you're going to be humbled. If you put yourself, if you're like, God, take this, you're going to be exalted, which I thought was so great. What makes us humble? The fact that we realize that we can't do everything by ourselves, that we can't, that we need someone else to help us, that we need God to help us. And I had this, oh, well, what Cody said last week was so great. He said that if God wasn't real, if none of this mattered, I would not be here right now. If all the things in the Bible were untrue and God wasn't good and God didn't do all those things, why would I be here? I'd be wasting my time, right? If, if he's not real, then it doesn't matter. I'd be wasting my Wednesdays. I'd be wasting, I work at the church. I'd be wasting that time. I'd be wasting my Sundays. If God wasn't real, then I wouldn't be here. I felt like that that was so, to me. And I believe that he gave me this epiphany, I think it was like right after high school, that God is, he's been here since the beginning of time, he cares for you, and he's all-knowing. So he knows the answers to your problems, right? If he's all-knowing and he's been here forever, he's had that situation come up before. Not just that, but he's all He knows everything. And I had this perfect example. So she's already looking upset. So uh, a perfect example of all-knowing and that your parents do know a lot. So I went to 2nd and Charles with Leah. That's my sister. I'll get that out of the way. And I went to 2nd and Charles with her. This was probably like three years ago I told this story. Uh, and I was, we were in the checkout line. And she goes, and you know how in the checkout line they have, like, gum? They have, like, all this different stuff? So she finds this bag, and it has the world's hottest pepper in it. And she's like, look at this. And I was like, oh, are you telling me to eat that? And she's like, no, I'm not telling you to eat it. I was like, oh, so you don't think I'm strong enough to eat it? And she was like, no, I'm not saying that either. And I was like, oh, so you don't think your big brother is cool enough to eat it? And so I bought it. I went home, and mind you, my dad's a doctor, so he knows a thing or two about, you know, the human body and medicine and all that. And so I showed him, and he's like, we've had soldiers. He's also in the Army. He said, we've had soldiers who've ate that, and their stomach lining has burned. Their throats have burned. They've been to the ER. They've had problems going to the bathroom, all this different stuff. And so I was like, that's not me. So what did I do? I ate it. And when I tell you I was fine, I was not fine. That thing hurt, and that night, I was going through the worst stomach pain I've ever been through in my entire life. Like, it's the worst pain I've ever experienced. It was terrible. Turns out, what was happening, the reason I was having so much stomach pain is because the inside lining of my stomach was being corroded by how much, how hot and how acidic the pepper was. So I couldn't even eat spicy foods for a whole year, look at it, without throwing up. Yeah. How many of you guys know that if I just listened to my dad, then I would have been okay? God, he has the answer to your situations. He has the answer to your problems. He wants to help you if you allow him. That's why it's okay to say, I don't know everything. It's okay to be like, God, help me. It's not okay to have the answer to your problems and then just be like, eh. That's putting pride in yourself. Proverbs 12, I mean, 1533 says, wisdom instructs fear of the Lord. And that word fear is meaning respect, admiration, deep love. It's saying that wisdom instructs deep fear or deep admiration, deep love for him. And humility comes before honor. When we humble ourselves before him, it allows us to be lifted up. It allows us to, like it said earlier, to be exalted. And so like I said, saying that you don't know everything is not a problem. But having the answer to the solution and then just not using it, that's a problem. That's putting pride in yourself. And then what not humbling ourselves gets us? It gets us somewhere quick, but nowhere forever. When we put when we put everything on ourselves, it may lift us up for a while, but it always pushes us back down. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction. In a haughty spirit before a fall. When you put yourself in front of everybody, it 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 wrecks your life. It says before destruction and before a fall, a fall, pride in anything that's not God oriented is a bad thing. Pride in your ability to do things, do things, pride in pride in your race, pride in your your pride, pride. So a perfect example is I used to be a pro gamer. I used to play in tournaments. I used to go to tournaments. I used to win a lot. And having pride in that and putting it like, look at me, I did this. Look at me, I won this tournament. That's not a good thing. Why? Because if I fail, it's on me. Even when I win, because I put myself forward. Showing respect is not easy. But being disrespectful is easy. Why do I say that? It's because how many of you guys in here have someone ever come up to you and been like, you know, says something rude, and your first thought is something nice towards them. No, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Being disrespectful is easy. Being respectful is hard. First Peter 5, 5 through 6 says, In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to elders. The verse doesn't end there. It says, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another. God opposes the proud, and but shows favor to the humble. It's saying, show respect to your elders, meaning your teachers, your parents, your youth leaders, Pastor Rob, Pastor Cody, showing respect to that. But it doesn't end there. It says that everyone show respect. Everyone humble yourselves amongst another. Everyone. It's not just ending there. And then it keeps going. In verse 6, it says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. And I think that's where a big misconception comes with uh, humbling. Is we think that when we humble ourselves, when we put ourselves lower, that it sort of puts us in this place of we're being stepped on. We're being all this. But that's not true. Because the verse, it continues to say, and he will lift you up in due time. When you humble yourself, when you put yourself underneath him, when you say, I respect you, God. I can't do everything on my own. He's able to lift you up. He's able to give you answers. He's able to provide for you things that you need. It's easy to say, look at what I did. And what I can do, putting things on yourself makes it so that when you succeed, it's on you. But when you fail, it's also on you, because what you're doing when you when you say, "Look at me, I did this. Look at me, what I did this," you're putting yourself in front of everybody. But then what that does is, when you fail, you're still front in front of everybody. It does—they don't just forget about that. Proverbs 11, 2 says, "When pride comes." Then comes disgrace. Why does disgrace come? It's because you're putting yourself in front of everybody. You're saying, look at me, 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 me. And what that does is it puts it on you, 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 you. But then it says, but with humility comes wisdom. Why does, why does wisdom come? It's because when you're saying you're shifting the focus off of you, you can learn from a mistake that might happen. Or you, you're saying, God, I don't understand this. Help me. What does that do? It allows him to be able to work with that. It allows you to get wisdom. Wisdom comes from experiences, knowledge elsewhere, and then also having just a knowing. And then I was going to show this video, but I don't know if I have enough time. So I'm just going to explain it. I had this video of this jujitsu. Jujitsu is almost like, uh, I thought she put it up. Uh, it's almost like wrestling, but it's more like, Wrestling is you're trying to pin the person to the ground. Jiu-jitsu is almost like choke holes. You're trying to get the person to submit and all that. And there was this guy, and in the battle you're supposed to, or in the fight, you're supposed to, like, one person gets on the ground and the other person tries to, like, you know, flip them, put them in a hold. And this guy gets on the ground, and the other guy's like, wow. And then he goes and lays down, and he's, like, mocking the guy. And he ends up losing. What, what did that do? I would have never seen that fight never even even heard of it never seen those two people if i if that person wasn't being cocky why because it comes before a fall because he put i looked up literally cocky person gets wrecked and it was like one of the first person he was like it, that was up there that guy will be forever known as a cocky guy who got wrecked and so god makes it easy to humble ourselves because he put a book full of all the great and wonderful things that he has done The Bible is just chocked full of it. A perfect example. Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2, it says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was all over the surface of the deep, and the Lord's Spirit was hovering over the water. Sorry, this is like tiny. And then verse 3. God said, Let there be light, and there was no light. No, he said, let there be light, and there was light. How many of you guys have ever walked outside and was like, let there be light, and there, it's dark outside? Like, no. He's literally said, let there be light, and there was light. We have never, I've never done anything close to that. And then verse 4 says, God saw that the, the light was good, and he separated the light from the dark. That's crazy. He created the heavens and the earth. After that, he created light, and then he separated the light and the dark. That's crazy. When we humble ourselves underneath him, when we say, God, I can't do everything, he allows us to be able to do what he has called us to do. Because if if you were to come up to high school, Noah, and been like, you're gonna be talking in front of a bunch of people, I would've been like, you're joking. I would've been like, you're lying, that is not me. But you know, when we rely on God, when we put ourselves underneath him, he's able to make it easy. It's not hard being up here, and it's not because it's me up here, really doing this. It's because he's given me the ability to be up here. God is good. How many of you guys in here have ever seen Black Panther number one? It would not be a Noodle Boy sermon if I didn't mention something Marvel or comic related. So in Black Panther number one, if you haven't seen it, I'll just describe. So Killmonger, he's like the villain of the story. He comes into Wakanda and only people from Wakanda can be there. Only people who are Wakandan can be there. So he gets in and he goes into the throne room. They're, he's all handcuffed because he's not supposed to be there. And they're like, why are you here? And he's like, ask me my name. And they're like, why are you here? He's like, ask me their name. When he finally tells his name, he went from this low-level criminal who was just outside to all the way to be able to become king. He went from a petty crook to prince. Just because of his lineage, just because of what nothing he did, it was all just passed down to him. Imagine what the creator of the existence, creator of everything has for us. Because he calls us sons and daughters. So we are in his lineage. That creating light out of nothing, that making the heavens and the earth, that's all ours. But, you know, you can't do it in yourself. That's why humbling yourself, putting your... Self underneath him respecting him a great verse if you're still like why why should i humble myself underneath him a great verse is romans 3:23 through 25 first verse for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god all have sinned and come short of the glory of god what does that mean that we're already underneath him because we have come short of the glory of god but it does not end there. It says in verse 24, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption of that came by Jesus Christ. God said, you're unworthy, but I'm going to make you worthy. He lifted you up. If that alone does not show why we should respect him, why we should humble ourselves underneath him, why we should follow him, I don't know what else will verse 25 I'm not going to read all of it but the beginning part says God presented Christ as a sacrifice of his atonement of atonement through the shedding of his blood by receiving by, by receiving by faith God sent Jesus to help us that alone should deserve respect admiration love towards him he has sent his only son and like not only does god say that he's going to exalt you when you when you humble yourself not only does he say he's going to lift you up he gives other things proverbs 22 4 says humility is the fear of the lord which is that word is respect humble of the lord its wages are riches and honor and life so when we put ourselves underneath him like i was talking about earlier normally when People think about humbling yourselves, putting yourself lower. They're thinking they're going to get trampled on. No, he's saying that when you humble yourself, he's going to give you riches. He's going to give you honor. He's going to give you a long life. God is good. He's saying that when you submit yourself, he's going to make it so that you look good. That's crazy. God is good. Giving him credit when he deserves it. And so really how I wanted to end this is by going out in prayer. So everyone close your eyes. Maybe you're thinking, why? Maybe you're thinking, I haven't been humbling myself underneath him. I haven't been respecting him. And you want to change that today. I say, repeat after me. God, I respect you. I humble myself underneath you. I know that you have great things in store for me. And I'm sorry. I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen.